found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. This is the 12th day of September. Here we go. On another day, Matthew, good to see you. Hey, good to see you, buddy. You know, it's been quite a while now that places like McDonald's and other fast food restaurants have offered inside diners the chance to go up and refill their cola. You know, you go up there and you they just give you a cup when you're in the restaurant, you go get your own. And right, right. Then if you want more, you go back and get more. Yeah. McDonald's plans to phase out the self-serve fountain drink stations. Really? They want to do that by really? 2032. Why? Meaning customers will no longer be handed an empty cup and allowed to mix and refill their drinks at will at station in the dining room. A few locations already have made this transaction. One reason is to what the company calls a crew pour is that fewer people eat in the restaurants these days. Instead, placing digital orders or grabbing takeout for third-party deliveries, employees fill soft drink orders in advance. Another reason, the emphasis on keeping public spaces clean and uncontaminated in the COVID-19 era. Automated beverage systems will fill new cup uh, each time, reducing human contact. Do you still get free refills? Well, I'm betting you won't. <laughs> okay, because it, it, you're adding it up in their brain. Yes, how much they charge now for a cola, mm-hmm. and you're refilling that three or four mm-hmm. times in the restaurant. How many times are you really getting a refill in a restaurant? Well, though? I've seen some gluttons. I don't know how they drink so much beverage and still eat. I really don't. Uh. This change will provide for consistency for customers and employees Mm. across all ordering points, whether that's McDelivery, the app, kiosk, drive-thru, or in-restaurant. I, again. (laughs) So instead of, you're going to have a robot make your, which they have that anyway. Yeah, they're kind of shifting around there. You see it on the turntable. Very little pieces of ice. You know, you can't control your ice if they're doing it. Maybe ask, I want more ice. You can ask for extra ice. And less beverage. That. They can do that. Is there an extra charge? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But if they're doing this by 2032, we'll probably have some other thing going on by then other than COVID. <laughs> It'll be some other disease and pestilence that'll <laughs> COVID 62 by then, mm. you know. I th- I think you know they make it sound like you know they come up with this you know you know the standard procedures you make it sound like it's convenient for everyone we're doing this mm-hmm. you know for your convenience okay yes I remember this you know you'd get deliveries twice a week from a company mm-hmm. for your convenience we'll now be only offering delivery on Wednesdays but that's for your convenience that's for your convenience I'm sorry what you know so this is basically saying you know what. How much cola are we losing from people overpouring, people right. double drinking? You know, we're getting we're missing out on this two plus dollar amount for a cup of beverage. <laughs> I think that's what it's all about. Savings. Doesn't have anything else to do with anything. 
So I'm I'm on the app right now. Okay, here we go. And if you do extra ice, okay, they don't charge. Okay. So you can go for that. Mm-hmm. Or you can go no ice. How about just a regular amount of ice, not to chintzy? You know, it's this. It's melted before you even get it. You know, it's like. But okay. <laughs> I'll pull forward. <laughs> I've never had an issue. I've never had that much of an issue with okay. the rice. All right. I'm not saying just necessarily them. Okay, I'm saying all right facilities. My question is, if they're going to save all this money on, you know, like you said, over pouring. And, well, you got to figure that's part of it. Are we going to start those savings and be passed on to us? I doubt it. <laughs> it's... Well, we go sub eight dollars for a value meal. Is that is that going to be a thing in the future for is us? Is that how much they are? I mean, once you, yeah, I mean, for a value. Well, I guess value meals. Yeah, then I went with somebody the other day. He got a double quarter pounder value meal, mm-hmm. large. Yeah, I just and I would have sufficed with the cheeseburger, but he gave me a double quarter pounder, but I didn't want to drink. And a fry, and it was still 20, 21 bucks. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I know that's just the, the the way it is. Well, I told you when I took myself, my, our son, and one of his friends to a place, and for the three of us to eat. Remember when I told you it was yep. like, it was either 50 or close to 60 bucks, something like that, for the three of us. It's just, Come on, What's man. happened? I can't. I just, uh, you know. I get paid, and two days later, I'm broke. That's basically the way it works anymore. And then it's like, now what do I do? What are we going to do about this? What do we do? What are we going to do? What do we do to fix this? I guess I'll have to live on peanut butter crackers. (laughs) They have enough protein to suffice me. Alpo. (laughs) Even dog food's got to be terrible. (laughs) You know, and it's just... yeah. I, just, I don't know. I've I've never felt like this before economically. You know, before I thought, you know, I do okay for myself. I I do okay. Sure. Not rich, but I do okay. And now I don't. I just don't do okay. By the way, last night in uh, NFL action, it was the Jets and uh, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills... Rallied in overtime when rookie Xavier Gibson returned a punt 65 yards on the winning score. No special team. No. <laughs> Oops. By the way, yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Heard his Achilles tendon. And, uh, of course, he's 39 years old now. Probably out for the season. Yeah. So, gee whiz, I'm awfully sorry he left Green Bay. <laughs> Taken to uh, the blue medical tent to be examined and then sat on a cart halfway to the locker room. He hopped off the cart and limped inside. It is projected that he probably will miss the rest of the season. So, um, man. Dang. He was in for like four plays or something. Yeah, it didn't last long. Yeah. So. Gosh. Four plays. That was it. No, that could be a, a long season for the Jets mm-hmm. with uh, what they 
and all these players that wanted to catch from him. Oh, I want to go there. I want to be with Aaron. <laughs> Let's see. Now, do you ever have water bottles in your vehicle? Like, Yeah. Well, the heat can impact that bottled water, my friend. When we come back from the break, we'll talk yeah. about this. It carries bacteria and other of material. Of course. That, of course, can be harmful. Probably so. fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but it'll be there. So we'll talk about that coming up. This is Tidbits. We're back on a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. And... um, Heat can impact your bottled water. So. I was going to say, with more news and information to make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yes. I'm just warning the public about the dangers of the things they do. Right. Researchers found that heat can leach chemicals into your water. Mm. It's not at levels above safety standards. However, just know that they're there. Once you start drinking out of that bottle... Leaving it in the heat can create a breeding ground for bacteria. The chemist says that chemicals in plastic water bottles do slowly leach into the water over time. And the process is faster when the plastic is exposed to heat and sunlight. Mm. Makes sense. Sure. The mere presence of these chemicals doesn't necessarily mean they're toxic or that there is enough of the chemical to be toxic. Ultimately, it's the dose that makes the poison. The dose. <laughs> One study found that an unopened bottle, <laughs> poison, an, an open bottle, had no coliform, coliform or E. coli present. But mm. the opened, unfinished bottle tested positive for total coliform, which means it's the perfect condition for E. coli to move in. Is that what it's called, coliform? Am I saying that right? I, I guess so, yeah. yeah. But is it unhealthy, they ask? <laughs> <laughs> no, as long as you're the only one drinking from that bottle. Do you want mono, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want cooties if you're sharing with a girl? Do you want canker sores from other people? <laughs> Even if your water bottle is filled with bacteria, <laughs> it likely won't make you sick. Because the bacteria introduced into the bottle is from your own mouth. <laughs> your own mouth. There you go. <laughs> Keep your own gross germs to yourself. You'll be fine. Why did they even do this story if it's not really that harmful to you? I, they, you I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so they can throw, oh, this is perfect for E. coli. <laughs> People need to know about E. coli. They scare us with that word. They sure do. A lot. You know what I got to thinking about the other day? When you were a kid growing up, yeah. and you were kind of learning how to take care of yourself, yeah. and I, I I remember doing this, Okay, but you brush your teeth, yes. and while you're brushing your teeth, you leave the water run, running. Yeah, yeah, I have. That was just okay back then. It's wasting water. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. But I was like pretty old before yeah. <laughs> before I realized, why? Why am I doing this? And then started turning it off. See, you're a thoughtful, older individual now. Right. 
and cranky. But why did we, I, I am cranky? Why did we grow up like that? I don't know. I didn't always do it. Hmm. Oftentimes, it was just a quick run, get it wet, and put it back. <laughs> there was no brushing. Forget the neck. Don't yeah. worry about the yeah. you know. Yeah, I get the ring around the neck going. But yeah, it just it just hit me the other day that there was a time when. We brush our teeth and just let the water grind. There's plenty of water to go around. We're good to go. There's a question for the audience. Do you let the water run while you brush your teeth? There you go. Okay. Do you let it continue to run? Do you shut it off? What do you do? What do you do? Do you brush your teeth anyway? What What about uh, What about shaving? Yeah. Oftentimes, I'll let the water continue running because I don't like doing the in the sink with the water. Yeah. So I use it as a, you know, but that's probably not good either. Typically, typically I shave in the shower. Okay. Because I just. So is that like a feel? Because see, I I have a a mirror. Back in the day when I was, uh, you know, shaving regularly. Yeah. I I could shave my face with not using a mirror. Yeah. In the shower. Yeah. It's touchy feely, touchy feely. Yeah, and then I, you know, I'd say to myself, you know, man, you have a beautiful face, you know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I actually recently bought one of those handheld head shaver things. Oh yeah, yeah, love it. Do you like that? Love it. Is that uh, in water or out of water? I both? can use it either way. Okay. It's fantastic. Can you use foam or not foam? Mm-hmm. So you can go that right. Here's someone says I let it run while brushing and shaving. Now think about the consequences. What you're doing to Mother Nature. <laughs> I don't, you know, you think about areas that really are short on water supply. Yeah. We don't think about it locally, really. Mm-hmm. But you go out west. It's never really a problem here. No. You know. Out west where stuff is dehydrating and, yeah. and they just don't, you know, it's like you don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. But um, it'd be a good idea if you do turn it on turn it off. Right. Wouldn't hurt to even do that shaving. So what? You got a little shaving cream on the knob? Leave it. <laughs> Leave it. It's fine. Yeah. Adds a touch class. Yes, it does. As well as hair shavings. Yes, leave, leave that all over the place. <laughs> even at your job. Just leave it. Yes. I'll shave while we talk, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, here's... <laughs> It seems the British are becoming uh, kind of uh, not very thoughtful. Here's a British tourist. Jumped into the pool at Elvis Presley's Graceland Estate. Seriously? Yeah. Before being escorted away by security. (laughs) Video shows how Tommy Purcell stepped over a low gate with a sign reading restricted area, do not enter, and walked over to the pool. He then placed one foot on the diving board and before a female security guard could uh, reach him, he leaped into the pool with his shorts and sneakers. Now, first of all, he took his shirt off. So he was bare chested. You got to do that. Yeah, he took his shirt off. Got to take those to, you know, got to show yourself. Well, he was slammed for his disrespectful behavior, prompting his wife to hit back, alleging that uh, Elvis wouldn't have wanted him to be arrested. Can you give us Elvis saying that he'd... <laughs> I don't want to show my property anyway, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now go on, get out of here. <laughs> oh, this is the king's pool, baby. 
That's what would have happened if Elvis, <laughs> if Elvis's ghost was there, Mister. So don't think he'd be right. forgiven. That's right. This incident's the latest example of British tourists acting poorly while abroad, and it comes after a gym instructor from Bristol was filmed carving his initials into the 2,000-year-old Colosseum earlier this year. Now, he pled ignorance to that like he didn't have any idea how old it was. It is? What? This is, <laughs> you know, huh? Now, are they, and maybe they're not learning that anymore. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But we certainly knew when we were kids that that stuff was ancient. You know, the gladiators. We heard oh, yeah. The ta- you know, I mean, we knew. <laughs> I had a bloody idea. <laughs> Gem instructor. <laughs> what do you play? Football. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. that's what he was. Right? Yeah, we was, call that soccer. Yeah. But anyway, would you jump in Elvis's pool? Come on. <sighs> you got to be doing it just as either a dare or j- just because you're an idiot. Or just you want to get views on your social yeah. media. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the first time we've ever heard of anyone doing that. Yeah, it is. And um, I don't know. What do they still make out of that estate just in tours? It's a bunch, isn't it? It has to be. Has to be. A lot of money. Just uh, going there to... Have you ever been there? I have not. I have not either. I suppose it'd be an interesting tour at Graceland. Um, Around $10 million annually is how much Graceland makes just... Just off tourism. Yeah. Unbelievable. All in all, the Presley estate is worth anywhere between $400 to $500 million as of 2020. That's a good chunk of change. Not too bad. Especially for a guy that's been gone since, what, 77? Yep. (laughs) 77, you know. (laughs) Been gone since then. Yeah. And still makes a ton of money. I, For some reason or another, Sunday, thumbing through the television, Mm -hmm. I stopped and watched Jailhouse Rock. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. You know, I just did. How was it? uh, I don't know. You know, I'm... I'm sure the ladies dug it in 57. Okay. Oh, boy, let's go see Elvis at the, at the picture show. Yes. Betty Lou. Yes. But, it, you know, it was okay. He was right. supposed to be. He didn't really do anything. He just punched a guy a little too much and uh, hurt the guy really bad. In fact, he got uh, arrested for manslaughter because he killed the fella. So he got sent to the slammer. And uh, while he was there, he met a guy that was in the world of music before. And he learned how to play the guitar. Next thing you know, he's a star. And uh, on and on. So Mm. now you don't need to watch the movie if you haven't. I just explained it. Way to ruin it, Dale. Okay. (laughs) We got a text that says, It happened Father's Day weekend this year when my family and I were on a tour there as well. No kidding. So someone else jumped in the pool. Why? Why? I would never think of doing that. Was it it you? you, Were you the one (laughs) jumping in the pool? All right, let's pretend you and I are on the tour, Matt. Oh, there's a um, okay. There's a show coming this September. Okay, to the Honeywell Center, called All Shook Up. Huh, how the about story that? is all new. The music is all Elvis. There you go. There you go. Boy, we're get, we got people out there really informed, don't we? <laughs> Boy, we you know, sure it's do. like bam, bam, right there. We yeah. talk Elvis, bam. There's an Elvis. Yeah. So see, you could go to that and, and enjoy that. But, you know, I, I, of course, you know, he got in into it with the screws. They're called screws, those guards. Hmm. You know, <laughs> do they still call them that? 
I'm sure it's much worse now, you know. Right. This, um, <laughs> in the world of uh, strange stories, a Florida man arrested after shots were fired between neighbors during a dispute over loud music. So anymore, you just don't yell over there and say, shut up, you shoot. Ah. <laughs> Police arrived at the home where homeowner Glenn Ganoccio called 911 saying he'd been shot in the arm by his neighbor. He told police he'd gone to the neighbor's house to tell him to stop playing music so loud. <laughs> Don't do that, he said. That while he was there, his neighbors shot him, and he fled and came back home. Dang. He had a gunshot wound on his right forearm, treated by the EMS and trauma alert to Gulf Coast Hospital. Officers did find a gun and a large amount of blood in his home. The neighbors told police they were inside when they heard a loud noise outside by the pool and went to check it out. Once outside, they saw their neighbor, Genoshio, on their lanai with a gun, yelling about loud music. So he's waving a piece. <laughs> One of the neighbors went to get their piece and returned to see Genoshio shoot at other neighbors. Now, this is, see, Genoshio's not telling the truth here, you know. He's, you, you think? <clears throat> the armed neighbor fired multiple shots back at Genoshio as he ran. The neighbor told police that surveillance cameras on the lanai would show what happened. Based on the investigation, Mr. Gadocio was arrested. So he was a fibber. Oh, he was a fibber. He's a fibber. <laughs> a fibber. Why does it turn into gunplay? I'm telling you, you stay away from your neighbors. Just shut up. Okay. Is that the only way people think that they can get their point across? I don't know. I'll show them. <laughs> it's like we're in the old west, right? You know, I'll meet you at high noon out, in the, out on the sidewalk. You know, I, I don't know. You'll eat lead now, pal. <laughs> Here's the guy that stole an excavator and crashed it into the Walmart in Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> and again, why do you do this? Do they leave the keys in these things? I've always wondered. Because when they were doing work over here, I was wondering, can I run over there and just jump on one? <laughs> I really did, you know, but I never did. You think those thoughts, but you don't follow through on them, you right? Know, no, I don't do it. Yeah. The suspect stole a large excavator and took it on a joyride, managing to take down a few power poles. <laughs> he then drove the construction equipment through the wall of the Walmart. Officers also said the suspect drove through a storage unit. This guy's creating havoc. Jeez. No injuries were reported. That guy, by the way, was arrested. Now, why? what makes you do that? There's no way he's sober. There's no way. You can't you there's, there's think. No way. Now, like I said, I thought about going over there and just checking to see if the keys were in it. I, I don't know. Do they even require that? Back Would, in the day, I don't think they probably did. You pushed a button, bam, there you go. Would you even know how to drive one? Well, I'd learn. <laughs> In a hurry. <laughs> you know, the, like the, some of them are like tanks. You know, mm. it's like you're riding mower. Some of the yeah. riding mowers now, the zero turn. Yeah. You know, got the, the handles. You know, you could do that. Got your clutch, your brake. I'd get by. Here's a... Um, it says that... Um, a British dad reclaimed a Guinness World Record 
by having his daughter's name tattooed on his bottle on his body a total of 667 times wow that's love dad lost the record for the most tattoos of the same name on the body in 2020 when american deidre virgil had her own name tattooed on her body 300 times <laughs> British dad Mark Evans reclaimed that title by adding 400 more Lucy tattoos. (laughs) 200 on each leg. (laughs) He couldn't wait to claim the record back and dedicated this to his daughter. (laughs) He initially set the record to celebrate the birth of his daughter and raise money for the hospital that cared for her during her first few months of life. That's cool. So that's a whole lot of tattooing. You've never gone... Beyond what your original tattoo was, no, I, mean, I would, I would love to get more. Did you take good care of it like you were supposed to when you first got it? Yeah, kept it covered. Yeah, is it still nice and vibrant? I mean, oh, look at that! Oh, that's, well, that's a nice I mean, one, man. It's kind of faded, but it's yeah. not, not too bad. You're gonna have to start wearing muscle muscle man shirts to show it off. <laughs> muscle, you know, man. you're you're covering it up. I recommend you go with you know the, what do they call those, like, the t-shirts that yeah. uh, don't you know they're just just cut off t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. But, and then, you know, just straight around. Yes. Take shirt off <laughs> while you're at There's it. that. Walk town and sh- just take it off. Nothing like having immediate access to your, it, to your underarm, you know. And wrap it your around face. your waist. <laughs> hey, there's Matt. Oh, look at him. Uh, so, anyway, there we go. Tidbits completed on this Tuesday, the 12th day of September. So, Matt. You won't be here Friday. I will not be here so Friday. Telling people that in advance. Don't yes. look forward to Matt on Friday. No. Will but this we, show happen? I uh, I don't uh. probably. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> Alan says, well, let's not. And then he's, well, let's do it. And he, you know, he takes lots of time writing down the stories he wants to cover. So I'm sure he'll probably want to do it. And I'll be dominated. Okay. <laughs> You'll be dominating. When we do it together, he dominates. Hmm. And I let him. You know, what am I going to do? What are you going to do? He's the boss. <laughs> he writes the checks. What do you do? So we'll see. But uh, you won't be here Friday. But we no. still have a couple of more days before then. And I'll see you tomorrow. All right, buddy. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening. And we ask that you consider subscribing. Leave a comment. Leave a like. And thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.